What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What is going on? It is Johnny King. Thank you for tuning into this episode. And if you were to see me right now, you'd probably laugh because I am resembling Freddie Mercury from Queen at the moment. I'm holding uh, an entire <laughs> um, kind of like microphone and stand because normally I have it kind of plugged into this uh, this area over by my desk but it's in my living room that I share with my roommate. Uh, and yet, as of the recording of this, it's kind of late, and he's already gone to bed, so I had to take the whole kind of like arm and, <laughs> and microphone, and, and I'm holding it because I don't, the, the, the thing that it drops into and is held secure to the uh, island countertop is still in the kitchen. So I'm walking around my room here holding this microphone and then like this kind of Z type <laughs> microphone stand. So I'm going to rock it out. I'm going to sing for you on this episode. <clears throat> I kid, I'm not going to do that. Something I did want to talk about though um, that happened today as of the recording of this podcast and of course by the time this airs it will not be today. Um, but I got, this was probably one of the more frustrating, um, stressful, anxiety laden days than, uh, that I've experienced in a long time. Interesting too, that it coincides with a day where I finally decided on hiring someone to help me <laughs> as an office manager and executive slash personal assistant. And maybe it was like, ah, oh, like I was like, okay, now I can finally breathe because I, I'm going to hire someone. I know who I'm going to hire. I don't know. Maybe it's just, you know, coincidence. However, I will tell you why I want to kind of go into it is because I think it's important that, uh, <laughs> that I play out how my type of high stress day works, where my brain goes or where it doesn't go. Um, and now in retrospect, not being in that kind of overwhelming mode that I was in, uh, I can kind of go back and look at what was working, what wasn't working, kind of help coach myself and, and create greater awareness. <clears throat> Cause I think the, the, uh, the ability to, to be introspective and to be able to look at our behaviors um, sometimes when our cooler heads are prevailing is a really important skill as a man who is, you know, working on himself constantly, right? I'm, I'm talking about you, the listener, uh, myself included, of, of course, but uh, 
think is important for you as, as you, you know, you know, maybe you, you lose your cool. Maybe you, you, you know, have a super stressful or frustrating day. Maybe you have a really sad and depressed day. I think it's important for us to look at, you know, what triggers, uh, what can we take responsibility for? How do we, uh, dissect it so that you can learn from it and, and grow and not just find yourself falling back into the same shitty habits of behavior over and over and over again, right? So this is ultimately how it panned out. You know, like uh, I woke up early, um, took the dog for a walk, but I had to get back to my computer because I had an 8 a.m. Um, kind of like a, a trio call with two other, uh, two other people who are in my coaching program, not my coaching program, but uh, uh, the Elementum coaching program that I'm in um, for getting my coaching certification through the Elementum Academy. And that's with like Stefanos Safandos and Christine Hasler and Preston Smiles and his wife, Alexi. So it's the four of them. And it's a really intense program. And every single week we have to meet with uh, two people that they've paired us up with and just get coaching reps. So we're all coaches, but we are coaching each other, giving each other feedback um, helping each other just work through normal shit that's coming up throughout the week. So I jump on that call, <clears throat> ultimately don't have a, a, enough time <laughs> as I'd like to because I have to run off to uh, another part of town to a doctor's appointment, and, uh, and I had to do that fasting, right? I also had to be very hydrated. <laughs> so I was stressing about the... Um, the results of that full metabolic panel that they were they were drawing blood on, right? But I went straight from that doctor's appointment straight to my chiropractor appointment, straight from there to the Apple store because I was buying some new Apple products um, for my new employee, and then that was taking much longer than I anticipated, um, and so then ultimately I had to rush home, <laughs> let the dog out grab some food, change, so that I could catch up with uh, one of my best friends for a ride um, up in Boulder. Because again, my, my goal is to ride, you know, 100 roughly, give or take, miles a week, which um, on a road bike is probably a little easier. You know, it just takes a little bit, just more effort <clears throat> in some regards when you're on a gravel bike, thicker tires. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of elevation, so, you know, we ride all the way up this mountain called Lickle Mountain in Golden, um, and then we're, <laughs> you know, kind of making our way. By the time I actually show up, though, for that, um, and I was just feeling a lot of pressure. I was feeling a lot of pressure, like, man, I, you know, I've got so much to do with work right now that, uh, that I really don't have time <laughs> to go for a ride, okay? Um the, the, the feeling like I have to, again, the, the, the amount of pressure that I already put on my shoulders to perform just on a day-to-day -day basis is, is unhealthy. I realize this intellectually, but I still do it. Um, so I'm working on that, right? Because what it does is obviously it stresses me like crazy, stresses me the fuck out. So what led to my anxiety... And which is interesting because I also was asking, you know, I, I posted this job posting for this this position that I was hiring that I'm hiring for, 
and I had over 100 applicants in like the first five days, right? So to weed through all those people, it just takes time. And one of the questions I was asking uh, most everyone was, you know, like we're all human. And so here's a two-part question. What usually for you triggers or spurs on the feeling of overwhelm or anxiety or stress? And then the other side of it is like, how do you combat it, right? So here's a good example of like, okay, (laughs) this is me dealing with a lot of stress. So what usually creates a lot of anxiety, stress, frustration, anger, if I'm being totally honest, it really does kind of start to show up in, in anger, is like time bound things. And I'm the type that is a maximizer, right? So I tried to get as much stuff done uh, in as, as little amount of time as possible, right? Um, and so that is what creates a lot of stress is when, you f- when I feel like I had uh, very urgent tasks and things to, to put my attention to. And not only were they urgent, but they were extremely important, you know? And not beyond, not not only this. Today I'm also struggling because, uh, you know, I I take blood thinners for a blood clot I had many years ago, like six or seven years ago after a soccer injury. And so I'm on these blood thinners, um, and I'm running out of them. Right? I literally tomorrow is my last dosage. Well, I switched health insurance. Now I'm switching doctors. I've been having a hard time finding these this medication. And the reality is that if I were to just literally go to Walgreens, which is what I did actually a couple days ago, and go to pay for a 30 day supply of this new blood thinner that I'm switching to, it's over $1,000 for 30 days. Like, holy fuck, right? So I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to pay that. So the pharmacist gave me a few, uh, (laughs) few, few ideas to, to, to kind of follow and see if I can find, uh, you know, some type of like assistance programs or different ways to, you know, cut down the cost. So I've been barking up a couple of those trees. Meanwhile, you know, time is of the essence because I'm, I'm going to run out. So today I was having conversations with, uh, with a couple of different medical people. I was having a conversation while I was driving around with my CPA. So needless to say, it was an extremely busy day. And, and the, the thought kept coming to me like, just bail out of the ride and then you'll have all afternoon to get this shit done. That's, that's what my um, avoidance <laughs> like voice was telling me to do. Like bail out of stuff um, and then you can just work. And then there's the other part of me that knows that work actually will never, ever end, right? The stress of that will never end. And what I really actually need and what actually makes me really happy is, you know, being active, getting outside, getting a good sweat on, hanging out with with buddies or my, you know, in this case, one of my best friends, um, working towards a, a goal of being able to ride over 200 miles in four days, uh, later on in July. So as much as I wanted to text him, you know what, like I'm out, I can't do this, man. Like, and feeling just so much anxiety and stress about everything that I have going on. I was like, you know what? No, I gave him my word. I'm going to fucking show up. 
right? It's all going to work out, <laughs> which this is why I'm recording and it's currently almost 10 p.m., <laughs> right? So there's a big, there's a big piece of uh, becoming kings, for me at least, that has to do with my sense of integrity, uh, a sense of honor, that when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Now, I could have called him, kind of probably explained to him what I was going through. He would have empathized, and I, I could have renegotiated with him. You know, like, let's ride tomorrow. Let's ride over the weekend. Um, and so I could have done that, yes. I kind of knew I, I had the time, you know. <laughs> oh, and then other things, like I had to, to get a certain, uh, I had to get riding done before I ran off to a softball game later on tonight, right? <laughs> before I then came home, fed my dog, uh, who also just, you know, had surgery. So I'm kind of looking after him, obviously, a little bit more closely and and not concerned, but, right, there's there's just a lot going on. <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot going on in your life too, right? So I'm no, no different than, than you and most everyone else that leads a, a very busy life of doing. <clears throat> I had a really good initial call at 8 a.m. with these coaches, and one of the coaches took me through some, some breath work, visualization, affirmation, and it really did help a lot. So that was super helpful, right? I had these little moments of like, <sighs> throughout the day, even though I was getting more and more stressful, but by the time I actually arrived around 1, 115, uh to my buddy who was parked, you know, right in Golden, right near the river and starting to suit up to, uh, to get out and bike ride, I was, I was really, really stressed. And I don't like disappointing people. I don't like being late, which I was also late because uh, we initially said we were going to do 1230. And I was like, dude, this is not going to happen. So he said, okay, let's do one. And I was even late on top of that. Um, and because I like to maximize my time, a lot of times like, oh, yeah, I can, I can finish one more email or, you know what, shoot, I've got time. I'm going to make a smoothie real quick before I run out the door. Like, oh, yeah, I got to, you know, I, I'm like a planner slash maximizer. And it often drives me towards being late. And I hate being late because I hate being out of integrity. So all that to say that leads to a, um, a lot of self-judgment a lot of disappointment in myself, a lot of shame, and uh, ultimately drives me towards my behavior for the first 30, 45, maybe 60 minutes of our ride. I didn't want to talk. <laughs> and he, you know, he's a good buddy of mine, obviously, from college. He's known me a long time, and he could pick up on my energy. Oh, and then not only that, but I had taken my bike in for, you know, a tune-up, and something was like fucked up with it. Like the, the, the chain wasn't, um, you know, the gears weren't working very smoothly. And, and on my like lowest gear, which is like the easiest gear, it was purring like it, like it was in between uh, gears, right? Like it wanted to shift down. And that just, all of it was just like, it, like the smallest of things was getting underneath my skin, right? It's fucking hot out there. We're sweating like mad. It's a very hot day. Um, <laughs> so all of it was just like, oh, 
I just want to to stop burying my head in the sand. And I didn't. So point being, I, there's so many things I could have done to probably uh, move the energy out of me to uh, maybe sit in my car and scream a few times, primal scream, get that energy out of me. I could have uh, communicated to my buddy um, that I was feeling, you know, which ultimately I did after he kind of kind of quietly kept on like, or I should say not quietly, but kind of slowly uh, asked questions here and there. And eventually I was like, dude, I just, I just want to quit. Like, I don't want to do this biking because it's just one more thing I have to do. Even though I know that's not true. I really want to do this because I want to be outside and I love this. And so once I started to open up and he was actually very empathetic, which I appreciated, I noticed over the course of several hours of riding that my anxiety decreased. And I stopped thinking about all the things I have to do. And I just started noticing the beautiful the views, the, the weather, um, just just being out there, doing the work. And so, like I said, I could have handled it so much better than I did. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. But that's why I'm talking about it on this this podcast because I do feel like so many of us, well, I mean, we're, we're all human, right? We're all working on this shit. And I realize, okay, you know what? <clears throat> I could have done a lot of things differently. And that's okay, Not again, not to berate myself or, or to diminish what I did do uh, right, which is eventually to open up and to express how I was feeling. Um, because there was a part of me that was just like, he, has, he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear me bitch and moan about, you know, all this and that. And and this week, my back, my lower back, probably from from riding uh, more than I have been, has been so sore. Like I've been, I have a hard time like, I have to like roll out of bed versus like sit up in bed, right? So my lower back has just been killing me. I went to two hours of physical therapy on Sunday, dry needled, all the stuff didn't really help. So just a lot of frustration, like, God damn it, <laughs> right? You get it. It's not like I'm beating a dead horse. But uh, I think, uh, again, looking back on today, so grateful I kept my word. I didn't bail out of the ride. There's enough time, even though I'm going to go to bed late tonight, there's enough time to get everything done, right? I felt really good about the, the ride ultimately, even though it was shorter than I wanted it to be, you know, by 10 or 20 miles. Like, okay, whatever, we just got out there at least. Any any mileage is better than no mileage, right? Um, I kind of filled him in on some of the things that I was dealing with, with my blood work and with the blood thinners, with my business, my struggles here and there. And he just was, was a good sounding board, which is why it's so important, I think, to have that sense of community, that, uh, you know, the the 2 a.m. brothers, as I refer to it, like those guys that you can call no matter what time of the day or night, and they're there for you. They got your back. And my buddy Rick is definitely one of those guys, <clears throat> which I'm so grateful for. Um, and so, <laughs> again, learning to give ourselves grace, learning to be patient with ourselves, forgive ourselves, know that we're just human. But this is what I'm saying, like, even doing this this episode, I hope you can glean some ideas. Okay, that's okay. so Johnny's human. Cool. We all knew that. But he still struggles just like the rest of us. Because I, I only say that too because people are like, what? You, you, 
I read your book and I'm, I'm so surprised that you struggle with, I'm like, dude, who the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> like, I guess I must put off some air of like, I have all my shit together, but I certainly don't, right? None of us do. A lot of us are just <laughs> faking it, right? Hoping that if we fake it long enough, then we'll make it. For me, um, acknowledging the the emotions I go through, acknowledging the shame, all stuff, it helps me. I feel like that's the antidote to minim like not minimizing it, but healing, shrinking um, the the shame or the anxiety, the stress, rather than keeping it bottled inside, which is what I actually was doing. And I wanted to rage. I wanted to give up. I wanted to go home, take a nap, watch Netflix, whatever, do, do anything but, you know, work. And I think we all do that stuff, right? But you have to communicate. You have to tell people what's up. You have to ask for help. You have to emote. You have to express what you're feeling. Otherwise, man... That stuff will literally eat you from the inside out. It's toxic to keep those negative uh, emotions within. And today was, I had moments of like near boiling point. And I think if my buddy, my buddy had been feeling spicy for any reason or pushed me on anything, I would have, uh, yeah, I would have lost my shit. So I hope this is helpful. I hope this is helpful. I hope you see parts of yourself in me, in my story. Um, see that, that, like I said, we're all human. We all have our struggles. We all have our moments in our days. Um, but again, the, the key for me is to not let too many of these moments or days string together, right? So I already know I'm going to have a much better day tomorrow in the next couple of days, A, because I know my calendar is much less packed, um, but I just kind of know what I need to get done, and uh, I can kind of hit the ground running. And I, like I said, I don't have a whole lot of like time-bound things. So my question for you is, like, what are those things that trigger you? What are those things that make you feel anxiety or stress or like uh, the, the energy inside you is like, uh, building, like it's going to burst out of you in terms of like, uh, anger, rage. Um, or do you go the other way? Are you more of like, when that stuff comes up, it really pushes you towards sadness or depression or loneliness or isolation. So it's really good to kind of think those things through, notice your own patterns, be your own coach. You need to become a practical psychiatrist for your own <laughs> uh, emotional needs. Because as the overused saying goes, like, you have to be able to take care of yourself before you can take care of others, right? You can do it simultaneously. You don't, have all your sh- you don't need to have all your shit together. Like, pro- <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm proof of that, like, I don't know what else you need because I certainly don't have my shit together, but I do help other people, Right? So if you have a gift to give someone that could help them, there's no point in you holding on to it until you have all your shit together to then be able to, to give it to them. It's not about you. It's really about you serving the world. But you also have to obviously serve yourself. So I digress. Thank you for listening to this longer uh, solo episode. I hope you got some good nuggets out of it. 
I'm going to go take a shower and go to bed. Because <laughs> tomorrow's a new day. And as it says here hanging in my, in my room, moved people move people. And so I need to work from a place of being inspired versus <laughs> being someone who wants to literally just not move and stick his head in the sand. Another thing that I have on uh, laminated that's on my, on my wall here is that I forgive myself for judging myself as disappointing. That's something that I keep reminding myself because I'm so hard on myself. And I need to re- remind myself that I, I'm forgiven. I forgive myself. And lastly, the failure to commit is the high cost of low living. I had committed to showing up. I committed to doing a bunch of things today. I committed to phone calls, to meetings, to appointments, to a ride with my buddy. I committed to going to my softball game. <laughs> I kept my commitments even though I really struggled and there was times that I didn't want to do it. And I think there's a lot to be said about being a man of your word and following through. So I hope you enjoy the day. Like I said, I hope you found something uh, useful within this. And I look forward to our paths crossing again on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. We'll catch up with you soon. Take care. That's it for this one. And I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.